1: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. Jake Balbrock. Tommy Caster with you. Jad Chambers producing for us. Um, it is Wednesday. No NFL, but an NFL offseason that will be very interesting. We'll get into that. But I want to go to college football, Tommy. So we get the 5-7 and seven model. There had been some rumors of the new CFP, the 12-team, potentially just going to a 12-team at-large uh, consideration when we had all the conference alignment. And I said it at the time, that would be the worst thing that could happen to college football if that happened. Because then what you'll have is, well, one, you'd have a, a system similar to what we have now. It would be better, but not really that much better. Because what would happen is you'd just have a bunch of SEC and Big Ten teams in there. You're still going to have a bunch of SEC and Big, Team, Big Ten teams in a five and seven. But what happens now is you've guaranteed relevance to all the other conferences and teams across the country. And that's all it takes. Legitimately, all it takes for college football is to guarantee the other leagues a, a seat at the table. It's been my greatest fear since the beginning of all of this is that teams across the country would not be competing for the championship. Now we've guaranteed through this system that whoever it is that ends up winning the Big Twelve at minimum will be in. The same for the ACC. And then the same for essentially what would become a Cinderella team most years, and that's good, too. I mean, that's for for the fans' perspective and for viewership and for relevance all over the country, that's another really good thing. Is it always going to give us the most deserving? Maybe not, but that's okay because it it's, at minimum, it's good TV. It's good drama, right, to see one of those teams at least in one round take a swing at somebody. So I love this, Tommy. I think this makes this new system. I mean, honestly, we'll see it play out, but I think it's just about perfect. I don't know that right now we have to have more than 12. I think you get, you get the representation that matters. And, and this is going to be a blast. This is going to be a ton of fun.
1: I think the important thing with it is that the relevance will continue for not only the big 12. And I, we all knew that that relevance was going to continue with the way that Brett Yormark has built the conference. But it, it continues relevance for the ACC to an extent. It even continues relevance for Washington State and Oregon State uh, in the Pac-12, even though everybody else has left them. And, and I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think that that's going to be the long-term future of those two schools. I, mean, I think that we're going to see the dust settle in a different way. Uh, but at least for now in the interim, it does continue relevance for basically every other conference outside of the SEC and the Big Ten. And I think that's really important because, yeah, if it were up to those two major conferences, it would just be a full 12 at-larges. You know, and we would have a situation where there might be one or two Big 12 teams that get in. There might be, you know, Florida State stays in the ACC. There might be, you know, an opportunity for an ACC team. But really, it kind of shuts the door on everybody else. And so by doing it this way and by having five conference champions and regardless of what conference those uh, schools are coming from the, the fact that you're getting five conference champions in five different conferences that continues relevance for basically everybody outside of the SEC and the Big Ten so I do think that that's really important
0: it is important and it's I mean it's important on about a thousand different levels right it, it just if if college football is going to remain this national thing. And it's never going to be totally national, right? Like, let's not misunderstand. It's not going to be the NFL, right? We're not going to have interest most of the time, most people, in every game that's played. So I'm not necessarily saying, like, this all of a sudden makes, you know, SEC fans interested in Big 12 football. That's not what I'm saying because I don't think that'll ever happen. But I think what will happen is it makes way more games relevant across the country for longer periods of time. So, for instance, if you're an Auburn fan and you're looking at those CFP rankings and you've got, uh, let's say, um, well, let's say Kansas State in the mix around the same place you are. They're both right around, you know, 8, 9, 10 in those rankings. Well, if you're an Auburn fan, you're probably going to have more interest in tuning in to that K-State game that week to see if they lose, to see if you can jump them, right? And I do think this adds to that. Before, in the old model, it didn't really matter that often, right? There's 12 spots now, though. It'll matter a lot for a lot of teams. Like, It will expand that interest level further than what it has been. It allows for more... um, you still with seven at-larges, you still have the freedom and the ability to get in teams that stumbled early, that scheduled difficult early on, which the sport needs desperately, right? So you still have plenty of incentive for those teams to do that because they know there's still a window for them to get back in there and do it too, right? So a- another example of that, let's say K-State wants to open up a season, and this won't happen, but let's say they wanted to, And Alabama gives them a call and says, hey, we want to play the opening week against you. That game doesn't hurt K-State a bit. I mean, it might hurt them in the at-large consideration, but it doesn't hurt them in the sense that they can still go in the Big 12 and get in that Mm -hmm. way. And so I think it increases the likelihood of early season good games as we have conference expansion, and that's harder to do because there's less room on the schedule. I think it opens that door. It, just everything about it, honestly, like this solves my greatest fear of all this expansion is that teams get left out. And through this, we know, at least in the short term, teams are not going to be left out and that will save the sport.
1: Because what are we talking about here? We're not talking about opening the door up for schools that are not worthy to get into a right. playoff nope. getting in. That's Absolutely not the conversation. Not. At all. maybe
0: once, maybe one time right if you're if your fifth conference champion just doesn't happen to be that good that I mean there's a small chance that could happen but that's for one of 12 teams. That's it
1: yeah and again, we know that like the majority of these schools like if you're coming from the Sun Belt, if you're the conference champion for the Sun Belt conference, that's great are you going to win a national championship no it's not going to happen.
0: But you could win one game. But you could win one right? game.
1: And so we're not talking about watering down this playoff at all. We're just we're, we're talking about having these additional schools and conferences, allowing them to have not only a seat at the table. But a reserved seat at the table to be able to you know know that you are going to be able to get in number one if you're a conference champion and number two if you're a better conference champion than the other conferences that you know are being considered for this particular spot. So I, I think it makes a ton of sense and it doesn't. I mean, you, you kind of I think by nature relate it back to March Madness and. I, it's apples and oranges, so it's a completely different situation from college basketball to college football. But if you can relate it back to the NCAA tournament, I mean, nobody ever says that when there's a you know a, a 15 over a two seed or a 14 over a three seed, that those games shouldn't happen.
0: Right. That's not, the and we case. know those teams. We get by the way, about we, them. Know we know those teams aren't, aren't going to win a national championship.
1: Yeah. yeah, we know that. You know, but, but, it, it's sti- but right. But every once in a while, you've got a team like Florida Atlantic last year that can make a run. You know, make it to the final four. That's not going to happen in college football. But to at least have the opportunity to see those, you're not going to see. You know, I mean, I'm trying to think of a, a more recent team like maybe,
0: Cincinnati a few years ago could have won some games. M- well, I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking they, that was a
1: good team. I'm talking like uh, I don't know, like Tulane for example you know getting in I'm not sure that a team like Tulane would make it all the way to the semifinals you know of the of the college football playoff necessarily Yeah,
0: probably not so
1: it's a di- it's a different animal altogether from football to basketball but nobody ever says that those smaller conferences and those schools that you know the automatic qualifier conference champions that are making their way into the NCAA tournament don't deserve to be there that's you know th- that seat has been reserved for those conference champions for a number of years and nobody ever says why are they why is the committee letting you know this conference into our tournament because people like seeing the Cinderella right. and the underdog take on the, the juggernaut. That's just the way that it's always been. And so. Even
0: though the vast majority of the time that Cinderella yeah, gets crushed. Right. And that's okay. It's okay. But
1: nobody ever says that that's a bad thing to have happen or it waters no. down the NCAA tournament. And so this is kind of the same way, just on a different scale, a different level in college football. I don't think there's anything wrong with allowing conferences to have some reserved seats outside of the, the Big Ten in the SEC to be able to compete in this college football playoff?
0: it, it It's just, it's, it's better in every way. This is a better option. It would have killed the sport had they gone to at-larges all the way across and you just ended up with a bunch of Big Ten in it. I'm telling you, we just don't have the time or energy in the middle of the country to care that much about the SEC, right? Like, we'll watch it, but if there was a playoff feature in just those teams, man, I ain't ain't that interested in that. I'm just not, and now it's better. It's always what's been great. You know, people talk about, well, the debate and the conversation about college, and I, I, most of the time, I think that's a silly argument when we were talking about, you know, closing off a postseason, but I do agree in the sense that conference pride is one of the great things about college athletics so when you've got your big 12 representative in there and you can say look how good our league is all right go prove it whatever team that happens to be this year what's also really exciting about it is now we know for certain that kansas and kansas state both have a really good chance to get into the cfp next year yep either as a big 12 champion or as an at-large uh next year i predict there will be as much buzz about college football in this part of the country collectively as we have ever seen before. The I, I am so hopeful for this 12-team playoff and what it brings to the table that I, I think we're I, – I know it all makes – the transfer portal, all this stuff makes people uncomfortable and, and it's out of control and all that stuff. But I'm just telling you, knowing right now that at any given time you could go in and compete for a national championship – is going to explode the interest in this thing more than we've ever seen before. You don't and even have to worry awesome.
1: about in your opening game, if you you know, schedule a marquee opponent and you lose that game, that your chances then completely out out of the out of the water yep. in the first week of September. Like, that's always been asinine that that's been the way that it's set up, that teams are penalized for playing high level games. It makes in every game matter more. And then all of a sudden, you've got really great and well deserving teams that are out of the conversation because they lost one game to a quality opponent the first week of the season. That never made any sense at all. When and
0: they had to start a freshman at quarterback, right? right or whatever the circumstance. And
1: I'll is. tell you one thing, and, and you talked about the Big 12, and you talked about Kansas and Kansas State having opportunities. When TCU was playing for a national championship, I don't give a damn about TCU. Never have, not a fan, don't follow them, but in that game I did. In that game yep. I rooted for him. In that game I watched it because they represented the Big 12. It's the same way for me, and I'm, I'm sure it's different in college basketball maybe for some people, but for me in March Madness, not only am I cheering for my teams in the tournament, I'm cheering for the Big 12. And I'm keeping track on how the Big 12 is doing once it gets into tournament play. You know, I want to see the representatives from what is, in my opinion, the best college basketball conference in America, how they stack up against these other teams that they're facing in the NCAA tournament. It's it's going to be the same way in college.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Yeah, it, it it is it is um it will change the sport for the better. The twelve team playoff already was going to do that. I just I, I don't know that the general public has a great understanding of how much more fun this is going to be. History tells us this. There has not been any playoff expansion that I can think of. That did not greatly benefit the experience as a fan. Not one. Like I, sixty-four teams, sixty-eight teams don't care. Like whatever, whatever it is that you want to use an example of. Like this is going to, and and college football has been the most starved for it. Right? NFL playoff expansion. Anybody complaining about that? Not at no. all. Major League Baseball's playoff expansion. Greatest thing the sport ever did. Best thing the sport ever did was expand that postseason out and and include other teams. It will make things better. It will make more teams relevant. And it will more accurately help us find the best team in college football. I think a lot of the time we get that anyway. um, But we don't always get that. And that's because teams get left out that shouldn't get left out because of something that happened whenever, right, throughout the course of a season. Somebody was hurt. You had to start freshman early in the year. You scheduled tough at the beginning of the year. We won't have that anymore. You're going that, that cream will rise to the top now. And we can stop having a room full of people guess at what variables. Like Florida State situation is not going to happen anymore. It took us a very long time to get here. And it's going to be awesome now that we're here, and I cannot wait for Kansas and Kansas State next year. Avery Johnson, Jalen Daniels, two teams that have built it up and built up to this point. It's going to be incredible. It is going to be fantastic. I I can't wait to see who that fifth conference champion is. Who's that Cinderella team? That's the other thing too. If you're, you know, if you're looking at the portal, and let's say you're. San Diego State, my wife's alma mater. You're San Diego State. You got a pretty good team, right? There's some great quarterbacks in the portal. They don't all have a landing spot. You can get it together and say, man, we could get into that CFP. We got a real good team. They'll have a chance, I think, to get better players in the portal because of this now, because they can always pitch. Look, we're trying. We think we can win this conference. That's going to get us a spot at the table in the playoff. That's attractive right? Like, that's a big deal for a lot of players in the portal. You know, those transfers who are stuck behind, you know, five-star athletes up and down, who now also, you know, like, think about being a a four-star athlete at a good school. Not only are you sitting behind other athletes, but now there's the transfer portal, and these teams want to win. So, I, I do think the talent distribution gets better through all this, but making sure you have the five, teams in there and the four major conference champions was mission critical to this thing being as good as it is I'm so excited about it let's take a break uh we'll get to some of the let's let's go to we'll happen Ken Ken chimes in we talked to the Royals yesterday gave them some some positivity uh, and we said the pressures on uh Q there uh, in Kansas City he thinks that Q did a good job I think last year I don't think he did we'll talk about it next on Sports daily